Welcome back to the long-awaited next episode of the SOBs. The Senior Old Boys, we're back. Yes! We're back, and we got lots to talk about. Training camp for the Mavericks is uh, less than a, shoot, it's barely two weeks away now. And uh, we're going to have some fun with that. Uh, We got uh, all sorts of... Uh, goodies for you. We're going to talk fantasy football, but you know that, we we don't want to talk to that about that right now. Too, I know nothing too, about it. Too much. Yeah, and and you're one and zero. We'll get to that in a minute. But uh, uh, we also have uh, off the top here, Dwayne. Uh, what are we going to do about USA basketball? They uh, now have uh, been bounced out of the World Cup. Uh, they are not in a medal round. They will not get a medal. Uh, the best I can do is fifth place, and um, I'm not sure who's to blame for all this. I I, I, I want to well, say it's uh, Anthony Davis and <laughs> Steph, Steph Curry and, and, and LeBron and all the people who didn't show up, but then again, uh, how much more do they really owe to you know the international basketball? Well, well, here's the thing, and I remember when the, when the uh, – I almost said the NBA <laughs> – when the Olympic team first lost in, in 1988 – then we sent, I call it, we sent the big boys out, the dream team, you know, Jordan, Magic, Bird, and all those, Barker, all those guys. And they, of course, ran all the way through the 1992 Olympics. It, it's safe to say that the rest of the world, I'm not going to say they caught up with us because, I mean, keep it real now. We didn't have our best guys there. I don't, I don't even think one top 20 guy in the NBA was on the USA basketball team. If Kemba Walker was your best player on that team, he's not a top 20 guy in the NBA. So if we bring up a top 20 guys, it'll be the same thing as it was in 92. They would just run over everybody. Well, I got, I got to disagree. I think when you're talking about simply American players, mm-hmm. I think Kemba Walker's probably in the top 20. Oh, American and, players. Uh, yeah. you know, and then Donovan Mitchell as well. I mean, yeah. that's a good. those are two good players. But there's a lot that aren't there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all know that the World Cup and the World Championships, as they used to be known, that they don't carry the the clout or the cachet or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. that the Olympics do. And next mm-hmm. year, you would assume that a lot of the uh, more prominent NBA players will go ahead and, and, and be part of that team. But it's just, you know, for some reason, uh, players don't get amped up about being in the world championships. Well, here's the thing. I mean, they want their summers to be free so they can get rest. I mean, the body wasn't made to play basketball all year round. If it was, they would play basketball all year round. They shut down, you know, they start in October, then they shut down in, in late April for a reason, you know, other than the playoffs, because you got to give your body a, ch- a chance to just cool off in one band so you can get ready for the next season. And guys like they time off. I don't, I don't blame them. You know, I like my time off, you know. You, you, you do have a family, and a lot of times during the course of the season, you don't have time to do anything with your family. So in the summertime when there's off season, you want to spend time with your family. So I get that, you know. But if some guys want to be committed to saying, yeah, I want to help my country, you know, win a World Cup, you know, I, I like that too, you know. But right now we don't have that. Well, I, I, you know, I just uh, – as people know by now uh france beat the u.s 89-79 in the in the uh quarterfinals and the winner of that uh game in france will go into the uh, medal round france and argentina will play on uh 
on Friday, and, and Spain and Australia will be in the other semifinal. And good on you f- to Australia. I mean, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a bunch of good, good guys on that team. Uh, you know, you got Patty Mills and, and Andrew Bogut and uh, lots of other guys that are in the NBA. A uh, very talented team. And the French, French team that beat the Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evan Fournier and, and uh, Rudy, Rudy Gobert, of course. Uh, yeah. You know, they got, they got about five or six NBA players on that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like the, uh, the NBA is head and shoulders anymore above any other country uh, or a lot of other countries because they, they all have NBA talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's truly is a global game now. And if you don't have your best players, if you're lo- relying on, you know, your your fifteenth to twenty fifth best players in in America to go out against some of the best players in international ball who have been playing together a lot longer. By yeah. the way, yeah, uh, it's not gonna it's not gonna end well a lot of times. Well, let's just put it to this way: if Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, obviously is hurt, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, James Harden, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Damian Little, they all on this team. Come on, yeah, it's 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 uh, <laughs> it's it, you know gold medal in the pocket, right? Uh, so, but it's not, right? You know, so maybe next year at, at the Olympics, maybe this will be a little wake up call for a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still think this this uh, you know it, it reminds me a little bit of golf, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, golf has too many cups. They've got the Ryder Cup, the President's <laughs> Cup, the Walker Cup. Every cup you win, you know, they're going to have the you know the it, it, who knows what kind of cup they'll have. Uh, later, but you know the players now every off season or every winter they have to get ready for one of these international competitions, whether it's against England and Europe or 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 uh, the rest of the world and, and the Presidents Cup and all that stuff. I, you know, at one point you just kind of say, "Wait a minute! I, I mean, I got to take a break. I got I got to have some time, and uh, you know, I'll get back in, in a skip a year." And, yeah. and, and I, I don't know. Yeah, I just be, think the NBA is getting to that point. Yeah, that's a good analogy because it would be like the Super Bowl. And then there's three other games that's similar to the Super Bowl. It's like, well, well, which one is super? You know what I mean? Because, like you say, in golf they got what the, the, the French Open. The, the British Open or whatever they renamed it, the U.S. Open, you know. It's like, which one is tops the other one, you know. Then they had, the, like I said, the President's Cup. It's like, I get confused because I thought they only had four, four of the big ones. Now it's like they got about eight or nine of them now. Well, team team events are a little different than, than, the, uh, than the, big, the big four majors. But the bottom line is uh, the USA either has to, A, reset its, its goals and its expectations, or, B, Take uh, some of their better players, some of their best players, and, and get them involved in, in this uh, in this program uh, for, for some other international competitions not named the Olympics. Let me ask you this because I don't even know the answer to this. Do they get paid for the World Cup? Uh, I don't know whether there's a stipend involved in that or not. I don't know the answer to that. But it's not much, if anything, where you would make their money. It would be on your, uh, you know, through your – endorsements and your sponsorships that you have well that's uh, a way to do it and you increase that pay up high i guarantee you they'll show up oh heck yeah you know <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm with you on that and by the way so would i yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> so anyway so, talks. <laughs> so anyway uh uh you know france uh beats the u.s uh it, it's 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 you know uh, Ten points the, the funny yeah. thing is though it also makes a difference is it it's in china which is a long long way away the games were over at Seven in the sixth in the morning this morning, uh, uh, Central Time, mm-hmm. and 
you know, it's just hard to keep up. Everybody woke up and said, oh, well, they lost. Well, when, when did they lose? Well, about four hours ago or right. three hours ago. And, you know, it's just hard to – it, it, it you have to be really invested to take right. to to go with that and 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 invest your time to watch mm. it or or keep up with it. Yeah, at four or five a.m. was it shown live here? You know, ESPN. If it was, I wasn't watching. Because <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't have been able to start like around three thirty or so uh, hour ten Central Time. Something like that. You're right. Nobody's watching that. And and, and does America really care? The, the average fan. That we, no, they, yeah, they they want no. the Olympics, and I said, yeah. ah, all this stuff. We're we're yeah. not too worried about that, right. and you know, but you do have to remember that there's a legacy here. All the Jason Kids and Barclays and Mailmans and 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 Stocktons and Jordans, all the guys who set this thing going forward back in '92. The U.S. had been unbeatable, mm-hmm. period. They won 58 in a row, you know, and yeah. and now now they're not. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see how how it responds. I feel a little bit bad for for uh, Greg Popovich, but you know what? Rudy Tomjanovich coached the, uh, the 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 '98 World Championships team in Greece. I was there. I was I was only about 72 then, <laughs> and uh, we went. Uh, they took a bunch of uh, college kids. Brad Miller was their star. He was just coming Brad out of P- Purdue, yeah. and uh, and they had a. a you know, a good young team, but they couldn't win it. They they got the bronze medal, so we'll see where it goes from here. But it's a uh, it's an interesting debate on what what the USA basketball uh, group should do and and yeah. you know how they're going to get NBA players invested in this again. Yeah, but the good thing is we know why we lost. We don't have our best players there, so the conversation can start and stop right there. We send the best players. It's a no brainer. I mean, they're gonna blow out everybody by 15 or more points. Yeah, but they did. But they didn't. But they didn't. Yeah, because we sent the JV team. So, <laughs> well, hey, we knew there'd come a, become a time when our JV ain't good enough. Right, right, right. Just like the college kids used to kick butt all the time, and that time came in '88 when okay, they didn't win. So now let's let's get the big boys out there and, and, and bring the gold medal back home, which they did for. How many, how many years running now? What we got, 92 all the way up? What year is it, 27 years? Too long. Um, all right, well, speaking of gold medals, we're not going to give out any gold medals in week one of the NFL season. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you are, but I'm not. I'm, I'm, uh, I, we have a 10-team league in our, uh, in our Mavericks office. And, uh, fantasy I'm, football. I am in it right. a, a fantasy football, yeah. and I am a – uh, in a five-way tie for last at 0-1, thanks to my 164-point to 131-point loss to Me. Mr. Dwayne Price. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to stand by that because I really – but I'm not crazy. Dak, quad, Dak Prescott is my quarterback. I know this Cowboys offense is going to be different, you know, with Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator. Sure enough, Dak came out with a perfect quarterback uh, passer rating uh, – this past week against the New York Giants, four touchdown passes, 400 and what, five yards passing off the charts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me, let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, before this weekend, could you have even said who Sammy Watkins plays for? I still don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, I don't. All I know is I got Dak and I got the Kansas City kicker who I don't even know his name. I, don't, I, I just knew Kansas City going to score a lot of points, which means the kicker going to be involved in a lot of stuff. He had four field goals and I think four extra points. So between Dak and the kicker, th- those are the only two that I honestly know that are on my team right now. I'm not that deep into fantasy football like a lot of people. I just want to do this thing because everybody else in the office is doing it, so I'm in it. But that's all I know. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm serious. Cry me a river. And I'm going to uh, play the same guys next week because they did good for me this week. Well, good. Whoever they are. You know, <laughs> uh, good luck with that. Okay, and uh, but I will say this. I will uh, have to reserve judgment on Baker bleeping Mayfield for another week because oh, uh, wow. he just completely hosed me on the on the on the first week and oh, the three interceptions in the fourth quarter. Oh alone. yeah, he's you know <laughs> he's got a ways to go. Yeah. Love my Sooners, but uh, you know I, I I got Aaron Rodgers and Philip Philip Rivers on the bench. One of them is not going to be on the bench this week. You got Aaron Rodgers on the bench over Baker Mayfield. That's the problem. Well, Aaron Rodgers was no good in the first week either, so it really, it really didn't matter. Barrow's defense was good. Uh, so, anyway, but, yeah. the, you know, I, I, you got to admit, fantasy football is a unifying thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, every office has – most offices have a, 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 a league. We got yeah. one. Uh, you know, and it's fun because, you know, if you can't give your coworkers a bunch of grief and, and, right. and razz them, then, you know, what fun is it? And I got Tom Brady on the bench. He going to stay on the bench. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So, you know, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. That's probably why I'm in first place because I don't know what I'm doing. Well, <laughs> you know, wait, wait a minute. You got, to, you got Tom Brady? I got Tom Brady. He might not play at all this season other than when the Cowboys are off. Yeah, well, yeah, but I see on your bench you also got – Somebody named uh, Curtis Samuel. I don't know who that is. I don't is. know who that is. How <laughs> <laughs> you know who my starters is? Now you ask me about my bench. <laughs> Who's my tight end anyway? What a guy from New Orleans, isn't it? New Orleans, Jared Cook. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. great Mister Jared Cook. What did he do this week for me? Well, know. you know, I've got <laughs> Travis Kelsey, who's universally acknowledged to be the best tight end in the NFL. Did he do anything? He barely outscored Jared Cook. You know? <laughs> it was just a bad week for. You know, and I, I'm going to come back firing. You know, it's only one week. I'm not going to blow up my team yet. Although, if they go 0-2, everybody's on the block. Well, see, I, I got the secret to how you win. You just put the players out there. You don't even know who they are. and Just let them play. When you get so intense in it, trying to watch what they do and all that, you screw your head up and all that. You, you mess with your players, mental, mental telepathy and all that. That's what happened. Just put it out there. Don't even worry about it. Dwayne, you are so, so messed up. <laughs> You're so messed up. Man, they don't know what's – you know, pe- players always love it when you go up and say, hey, I got you on my fantasy team. Go, go do something. Yeah, that's what they want to hear. They, they're like they care about us. You know, and the the worst part of this week, the first week of fantasy football was I had a chance to, to trade for Deshaun Watson because I have DeAndre Hopkins. He was my number one pick. And somebody offered me uh, straight up Deshaun Watson for Baker Mayfield. Oh wow! You didn't and I that. stupidly said no. Oh wow! So Watson is a—he's gonna put up some stats. He, yeah, yeah, well, he's gonna. Yeah. Hey, he need to get some block offensive linemen. He's gonna get killed <laughs> back there. <laughs> <laughs> but fantasy football—we love it. We're trying to convert Dwayne Price into a into a fantasy football uh, uh, guru, but uh, no, it's, not go out. we're dragging. We're, he's he's. Kicking and screaming as we're dragging him into the into the fantasy football world. I mean, but honestly, I don't know what I'm doing. I really don't. <laughs> well, anyway, so there's that. That's our fantasy minute or fantasy uh, five or six minutes. Uh, Dwayne, I got to ask you did, you: did did you do anything fun over uh, over your uh, weekend? Did you did you go go out and eat some good food? Did you this, do anything fun this past weekend? What did I do? Well, you know, last night I spoke at the uh, University of North Texas. Today, uh, when they journalists were you talking to him about fantasy football? <laughs> <laughs> Not about fantasy football. Al, I, the conversation did come up, 
But uh, yeah, I talked to him about journalism. It was about uh, 20 students and all that. Bria McCullough, one of the uh, one of our uh, interns that was here, she, she set that up and uh, had me come over and talk to her. I had a good time. They had some very interesting questions. Did you tell them to go into a more honorable honorable <laughs> profession like you know trash collection or something like that? Or like being a lawyer or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something, that, something where you don't have to be just as sleazy as a sports writer. A NASA security advisor or whatever. <laughs> no, but they were good, though. They were really good, and thank you, and thank him again. I thank him again for you know inviting me and all that. I had a great time. I was over there a couple of hours and all that, so it was good. All I ever get from my alma mater at SMU is, is is letters saying, "Please donate to our, <laughs> our our general fund and and our football team." And I said, "So I'm a big donor. I'm a big time donor. I got my five dollars help pay for a brick." <laughs> Yeah, I get those a lot. I went to Texas Lutheran University. They always sending me a letter, want money. Why? Why is that? Why do colleges always want money? Well, they think you have some, Dwayne. I got, I got two dollars. I got a two dollar mm-hmm. bill. I've been having for a while. They can't have that you though. I was gonna say you can't spend that. No, no, it's a two dollar bill. Once we get on YouTube TV, they can see that two dollar bill. Right, right. Well, well I uh, made in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what? Go back to Mavericks coverage here. We got, uh, we got a great event coming up Sunday. Dark Nowitzki is, uh, is going to be uh, having his, um, his annual tennis uh, fundraiser and, and tournament, and it's a pro-celebrity uh, thing. Uh, he brings in several, uh, several prominent professional players. Right. I believe uh, Ben Stiller is going to make it, grace us with his presence again this again. year, the, the great actor, mm-hmm. and uh, a few other folks. And, and of course, Dirk is, is – He's always says that tennis is the one sport that he's half decent at besides basketball. <laughs> he's probably better at tennis now than he is basketball. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's a really a pretty cool event. And, uh, and any time you get guys uh, – and J.J. Beret will be out there. And, and, uh, and Luka Doncic has, has, uh, has confirmed that he'll, uh, he'll come swing the racket a little bit. And any time you get those guys in an element where they're not playing basketball, it's always fun. It's always fun. I watch them uh – play another sport that's not their, their main sport. And I, and I always, even when I was a kid, I always did like to watch the athletes play the other sports. Because there was a guy who was my uh, high school uh, classmate named James Hunter. Now, his main sport was football. It was it was so main that he was an All-American at Gremlin. And he was a top 10 or 11, I can't remember, 10 or 11 pick of the uh, 1976 uh, NFL draft by the Detroit Lions. And he started starting cornerback and all that. But he also was all-state in basketball. He's a hell of a track player. He's a hell of a baseball player. It's like, what can't this guy do? He's just a good, that, those are just called good <laughs> yeah. athletes. Yeah, you know what I always told him? He was Deion Sanders before Deion Sanders was Deion Sanders because he really could have played in, in the NBA. That's how, that's how good he was. So, having said that, I like to see guys play their secondary sport because – and the fans like it too. So it almost makes them normal because they – oh. He, I'm as good as this sport as he is, you know, but I'm not as good as he is in his main sport. So I like to see him out there doing that. Yeah, and and it's uh, it's not as funny as as watching uh, Dirk swing a golf club or or a, or a baseball <laughs> bat. But although that's a that's a great event as well up in Frisco when he has his uh, charity baseball game. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know he's a pretty good tennis player. Yeah, he, he can bring it. Was that his main sport before he picked up basketball? He was right. actually played that before he played basketball. And right. and uh, his father was a handball player, so I guess that's where he got the eye hand coordination on mm-hmm. on tennis and all that. Mm-hmm. But he can. Uh, you don't want to be standing in front of one of his serves. <laughs> 
He can put some heat behind it. Right, right, right. So anyway, uh, and, and, you know, the, the good thing about Dirk is, uh, you know, he still wants to give back to the community. Uh, his playing days are done. Uh, he's now been retired for uh, six months or so and, and uh, five or six months. And, and, you know, I'm glad to see him enjoying life a, a right. little bit. He spent a lot of time with the family. You didn't see him out in the limelight a whole lot this mm-hmm. summer. He was just at the Cowboys game uh, Sunday, uh, yeah, on yeah. Sunday in the yeah. opening opening uh, game of the season for the Cowboys and, and got a great ovation, by the way, great right. reception. And, right. and the Cowboys did a good job thanking him. So, right, uh, right. But it's good to see him having some fun. Yeah, him and his wife, Jessica, you know, that, of course, this, the tennis tournament is a, is a fundraiser for that foundation. They do a great job in the community with kids and, and all that. And, and I just wish we had more athletes, you know, like, like Dirk and, and doing the things that he does in the community because and he, he gets it. It's not all about him. It's not all about him and the sport that he plays, but it, what can he do for the less fortunate and all that. He's, he's right in there, you know, the stuff he does with the kids at the, at the hospitals, especially around oh, Christmas. Man. He's, he's off, off the charts, charts. Yeah, off the charts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great guy, no. great guy. Okay, so now we got that, and then guess what? Training Uh-oh. camp, Uh-oh. barely two weeks away. Oh, man, I got to get in start. shape. You're gonna have to. You, you, have, you been, have you been working out, or you've been loafing all summer? I've been I've been loafing this week. I, I tried to get in two days. I'm gonna have to up it to like four days now. I'm just hoping to find two hours. Where I can, <laughs> it's only an hour a day, though. I'm not trying to hurt myself now. <laughs> but I can get an hour in. I do most of it on the on the bicycle, and then I walk on the track and jog and all that stuff. I lift about two weights, maybe twenty pounds. Like I said, twenty pounds. I ain't trying to hurt myself. I know who I am. I'm not an athlete, but I need to do some workouts. Well, don't we all? <laughs> um, but uh, these Mavericks, yeah, they got uh, 14 uh, guaranteed roster spots on the on the um, on the roster. They got a couple of camp guys that they're bringing in. They are saving one spot open uh, just in case uh, somebody slips through the cracks or or a, a, a guy that they like happens to get waived leading up to the. The regular season, Devin Harris is still unemployed, right? Which is uh, kind of interesting to see. I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, the Mavericks are have a very crowded house in the backcourt, mm-hmm. so uh, I don't know that that's going to happen. But uh, what do you think end up, ends up happening with uh, with Devin? Well, I know Devin loves it here and all that. He's been here th- uh, three different times. You know, his family's here and all that. Probably wants to continue playing here in in, in his career with the Mavs. I always wonder in a situation like this as we get closer to the beginning of the training camp, which is on October the 1st, has he turned down any other contracts from other teams because he don't want to move and move his family? You know, he's, what, 35, 36 years old, so he just wants to stay in Dallas. And like you say, you know, even if, even if he doesn't get this final roster spot, you know, injuries happen during the course of the season. And uh, he could just be in shape and – you know, waiting in the wings and maybe get picked up by the Mavs. I wonder what's his, what's his mindset. But we'll get a chance to ask him because he'll be playing in a Dirk tournament on Sunday. Well, and, you know, I agree with you. If there is, uh, uh, heaven forbid, a, an injury situation in the backcourt, the Maverick, the first call, first phone call they'll make, I would assume, would be uh, to Devin Harris. Right. Knows the system, knows where Carlisle mm-hmm. um Plays well with others, mm-hmm. great in the locker room and all that. So mm-hmm. uh, somebody is going to, you know, get a nice little helping uh, veteran backup po- uh, point guard slash shooting guard. 
And I've also heard rumblings that if not, uh, overseas could be a possibility. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think his game would tra- translate real well into uh, the European game. Uh, but uh, here's hoping that he uh, stays in the NBA because that's, uh, that's where he belongs. He's a good backup. You know, he can give you 15 to 20 minutes a game. I'm surprised teams like San Antonio Houston hadn't come out there and said, hey, Devin, you know, you want to back up the guys we have right here because, like you said, the guy is very intelligent. I mean, he knows basketball. He's been around the league for a long time. So I think he could be a, a very good contributor to, to a team that's on the verge of winning an NBA title. What's your uh, number one uh, – thing you want to see in, when the Mavericks open up training camp here in a couple of weeks? I am so anxious to see how Luka and Porzinga is going to work together because if, if they work together the way they think they can and the way the Mavericks think they can, I think this team could do some, some great things this season. You know, the West is tough. We all know that, but we say that every year because the West is always tough. And this year, yes, I would say it's the toughest it's ever been in the history of the game. But if those two can get on the same page, man, look out. If the Mavericks – I don't know if they'll get to the playoffs, but they're going to be very exciting to watch. And you're going to have to play them to beat them because Luka and Bazingas, you know, I would say they two of the top 25 players in the league. Well, and you're right about the Western Conference. It's tougher than it's ever been. And you know what? Next year it'll still be tougher Tough. than it's ever been mm-hmm. because it just gets tougher every year. Right. Uh, and as Rick says, Rick Carlisle says, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. You, know, you, you, you got, you know, they, they'd be – picking guys off the street to do this job. Yeah, the only thing that concerns me uh, with the Mavs is I, I think they need a they need to rebound better. I don't know if they got the rebounding uh, stuff on, on the team right now, but, you know, we don't know until they put them out there and to see what happens. It's just on paper. It doesn't look like they do, but maybe they do. Well, let's face it, face facts here. The only time this team has been a good rebounding team is the two, three months that DeAndre <laughs> Jordan was here last year. That was it. <laughs> I mean, they've yeah. always had trouble rebounding. But Tyson Chandler, that, well, that one time, but even that year, they, they still weren't. Uh, well, yeah. if you go back that far, of yeah. course. But yeah. but I'm talking the last five years, it's yeah. just been a vast wasteland when it comes to rebounding. Yeah, I wonder why too. What, what's that about? Well, because they don't have good rebounders. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer, Eddie. <laughs> even I can figure that one out. Uh, well, if you put the ball in the hole, then you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Oh, okay, I agree. I, <laughs> logic, you, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't fight your logic on that one. But uh, the one thing I'm looking forward to is I want to see how this backcourt shakes out. Uh, you've got, I mean, Luke is going to handle the ball a lot. We mm-hmm. all know that. Uh, but you've got Delon Wright. You've got Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. You've got JJ Barea. You've got guys in the backcourt that are veterans and, and know what they're doing. Jalen Brunson had a heck of a second half of the year last yes, he year. He, yeah. you know, if he comes out and, and and takes a little bit of a next step, how are you going to keep him off the court? You right, know, right, right. And, and and it's a good problem to have for Rick. He'll he'll tell you that that mm-hmm. you'd rather have uh, too many guys that that can play than than not enough guys that can play. All right. So, uh, but it's going to be fun to, to watch how that all shakes out because I think all they got a lot of good players. Yeah, and I'm re- I'm ready for Dorian Finney-Smith to, to step up and hit that three point shot or even just the outside shot period consistently because this guy is already just top-notch as far as a defender. And if he get his perimeter game on, I mean, he, he's going to be almost be un, un, unstoppable because I just, like you say, he, he works hard. He's a good hustler. He's a great defender, a very underrated defender as far as people mention him among the top defenders in the league. If he can get that off, outside shot going, particularly a three-point shot, Oh, you're speaking off the charts. Oh, man, this guy's going to be probably end up being one of the most improved players in the league. 
And, you know, we can't forget guys like Seth Curry. I mean, he's mm-hmm. coming back, and, and uh, he had a very functional, productive year with the Blazers last year, mm-hmm. stayed healthy. Biggest thing for him is staying healthy. Uh, and Tim Hardaway Jr. I right. mean, you know, and Courtney Lee. These guys all are, are prideful players, and yeah. they're going to want to play. Uh, going to be real interesting to see how it breaks down. Yeah, because Hardaway is coming in after the, after the, uh, the surgery. So, uh, so uh, I'm, I'm thinking he's going to be there, you know, as far as all healthy, no problems when training camp starts on uh, October the 1st. So, uh, if he can get that going, and uh, Justin Jackson, you know, after the trade this year, you know, he showed was said, wow, I didn't know this guy was this good. So, it, it, like you said, Carlisle's got some good decisions to make, you know, no matter who he, put, who he puts out there. I think these guys can go out there and make some contributions to the team. We know, uh, let's assume for a second that KP is going to be the the stretch four, for, for lack of a better better phrase. He, you know, he'll – He'll he'll be spending a lot of time out at the three point line, but he right. you know like Dirk was in his, early in his career. He'll also be, you know, doing work around the basket as well. Right. Who uh, who do you like fitting in there with him on the front line? We got Maxie and you got Dwight Powell. I think Dwight's probably going to end up being the starter. Uh, I, I think Carlisle likes uh, Maxie coming off the bench, you know, and, and, and that makes a lot of sense. And but particularly now with you know with with, with Maxie. Uh, Playing in the World Cup, you know, so he didn't he did, he didn't have the uh, the long off season, you know, that everybody else did, you know. So, uh, and I'm okay with that, you know. Dwight is very active. I think he's a little bit better rebounded than Maxi. So, uh, and I like Maxi coming off the bench too. I was glad to see uh, the, the the Mavericks take care of Kleba uh, financially. I mean, he got a nice. Uh, sensible contract he's not breaking the bank in terms of nba dollars but he's yeah. but he's he's got some security now and mm-hmm. uh you know dwight powell the, the, you know the 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 whole thing is and it goes back to the rebounding Dwayne. if you if you want to in today's nba you can have Kristaps Porzingis at seven three out there and surround him with six eight justin jackson and 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 six six um, six five Delon Wright and and mm-hmm. six seven uh, Luca, but you got to be able to get some guys that can get a rebound, scrape yeah. out rebounds, yeah. and figure out a way to get the get the possession of the ball. You got to have you know that's why I always did like guys like Papa John. You ain't had to run a play for it. Would you look at the final stats? Everybody under the age of forty is saying who. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but at the end of the stats, he may end up with a double double because I always tell people, look, all you got to do is get one and one. In each quarter, you got 12 points. And then you got, you know, and Popeye's gonna always going to get double-digit rebounds. He's going to get you 10 to 15 rebounds. So now you got 12 and 15 out of a guy that you never uh, run a play for. So I always did love guys like that. So if they can just find a scrappy guy like that. Not, and I think Dwight Powell has that in him. He can be that scrap guy. He can, he, he can get you anywhere between 7 and 11 rebounds a game. I mean, I used to always laugh when people said, well, Tyson Chandler, man, when, this was before he the, the – Got to the to the championship season. He was just coming over. Had fought injuries. Said, Man, mm-hmm. if they could just get twelve and eight out of him, mm-hmm. I said, No, you got that all wrong. They need eight and twelve. <laughs> you know, to forget the points. You right. Get, you, you need the rebounds, and, yeah. and uh, you know, and we don't know. Maybe Luca uh, is, is going to progress. And if he, I mean, let's face it, he had an awesome rookie season, rookie exactly. of the year. I mean, he mm-hmm. he was you know twenty over twenty points, six six boards, and six assists. Maybe that bumps up to, you know, twenty-eight and eight, mm-hmm. which would be a pretty significant jump. You know, then your rebounding looks a little bit better. If you know, especially if 
you got somebody else like Dwight or Porzingis who, mm-hmm. who can get seven or eight. And all the, you get a bunch of guys that can get six, seven, eight rebounds, then right. you don't have mu- as much of a problem. Right. And, and DeLon Wright, you know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know everything about him, you know, but what kind of rebounder can he become? And also, and not just rebound, is it, if Luca's going to have the ball, I mean, uh, DeLon's going to have to be spotting up somewhere. Is he the three-point shooter or perimeter shooter that, that the Mavs think he's going to be? I think he can do that, So I just, but he needs to go out there and show that he can do it. Justin Jackson. Justin that's, Jackson. My, that's my guy that I want to see uh, mm-hmm. see what happens here with him during training camp and, and the preseason because I mm-hmm. I think his shot is, is better. Uh, go back to his college days. When he got to his junior year, which is the third year in, in, in college, mm-hmm. he busted out. Mm-hmm. I mean, he figured it out took a major leap forward. I mean, statistically, it was, you know, almost double. And uh, now he's going into his third year in the NBA. I think he's figured it out. He's worked on his body. I, I think he's primed to have a really nice season. Well, like you said, the Mavericks got 10, 11, 12 guys that can come out there and contribute with no problems. And the main thing, you know, going back to what we said earlier, is going to be the rebounds. But if you're putting the ball in the basket a lot, you don't have to worry about rebounds. So concentrate on your scoring. Scoring, rebounding, and getting back that, on defense. You know that's kind of the motto of 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 the senior old boys. We just want to score and rebound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm going to leave it at that because that's that's what SOBs do. Hey, 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 right. And the truth be told, my first experience with pro basketball was the ABA. All they did was score. Well, nobody was trying to get no – playing no defense and all the other schools are 130, 120 and stuff like that. And in a way, the NBA has, has turned into that other than the red, white, and blue ball itself, we, which they do have at the, uh, at the uh, three-point shootout uh, contest during All-Star weekend. Well, I mean, I was hoping you'd run with that score – Rebound. Oh, no, no. Score. I know what you're going <laughs> That's what we do. All right. That, you know, that's that's going to wrap it up for uh, for the senior old boys on this uh, on this week's po- podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll be back at you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>